the KCL or Daily with Brian Redmond on air, online, and on smart speaker. With thanks to the Fairgreen Shopping Centre gift card, the perfect gift for all occasions. See fairgreen.ie. Now, our job on KCL or on here on the Daily, in particular, when we're talking about stories like the accommodation situation in Ireland, is to establish the facts. And I think we've heard certain clarifications this morning. But joining me now in studio is uh, Bernard Kavanagh, the uh, man, one of the members of the family that have been in Arlingford for as many as 80 years contributing to the community uh, very much affected by this uh, Bernard very, very much uh, welcome thank you very much for coming into us this morning thanks very much Brian for having us now well just uh, you know we'll get into the details of what's going on in, in a few moments time but just to establish some of the facts have we got any information for example on how many people the centre will be able to accommodate when it's up and open the, the centre can accommodate when it's if, if it opens if and when it opens it's a bit of a process is, is uh, the fire certificate is valid for a maximum of 48 Ukrainian people today. Yeah, yeah, so 48 Ukrainian people. Um, You said in your statements that we've received as well that it's uh, due to house Ukrainian people, as we know. Um, Some of those Ukrainian people are actually already working for you. Well, we have Ukrainian people working for us, yes. We do have Ukrainian people working for us that have been on the staff for for, for a length of time and, and, you know, we we do sympathise with the Ukrainian plight at the minute and, and we'd like to to try and um, do something to help out as well, try and accommodate some of these people seeking refuge from the war, you know. Um, when did you be first, first become aware, uh, as a member of the Cabinet family, of, of the stuff that was circulating on social media? Well, we got some, I think it was on New Year's Eve, it, it started. Uh, a protester arrived at, at outside Josephine's and released a... a, a a, a video on social media that that spread around the town, uh, trying to scaremonger people, uh, mentioning members of our family, which with with uh, stating things that are absolutely ludicrous and lies. And you know, it was uh, social media it has an awful part to play in what's taking place out there, and that it's unedited, unverified information, misinformation that people are not. They're they're not verifying it independently. Like all anyone had to do, they had real concerns. They could have spoken to us. They could have ring the council. You know, don't if they don't believe us. Everyone has their own, their own opinion, which is fair enough. But they could talk to an independent body and and get, get the facts. We we weren't hiding anything from yeah. anyone. And has the protest been ongoing since um, you know that New Year's Day, New Year's Eve has been consistent? Well, the, pr- the protesters are there. Yeah, yeah, twenty four hours. Yeah. There's a presence there all the time, yes. Still to today. You're ingrained in that community. You've been part of that community, uh, Cavanagh's, uh, for over 80 years, contributed a lot to the community. Have you had any support from, from uh, locals of Erlingford? We have indeed, yeah. We have had a lot of support from from, from our friends and, and some of the local businesses that, that can see our, our plight up there and see how unfairly we're being treated. And, and people, you know, we're... we're there's, there's a campaign they're trying to vilify the family in the community and it's it's not nice to be to be, to be on the receiving end of it for, for any of us, our family or our family members but you know the, we, we've had you know friends that stood with us they've been called out and trying to trying to trying to to, to make people turn against them as well because they're friends of ours which is really hurtful to them and they have absolutely nothing got to do with anything to do with Josephine's 
Okay, so let's talk through the process um, in terms of the building has been there for many years. I understand it's been derelict for about 10. Yes. Um, how does the process work? Um, just Again, just to try and get proper information out there to people. Do you contact the department? Did the department contact you? And how does it work through from there? Well, the, the, the building was derelict for a long time and uh, we were approached by, by several parties over the last period of years wanting to know would we rent it out or do something with it or possibly sell it and we decided ourselves that we, we, we wouldn't do anything like that because we wouldn't have control of who would go into it because obviously the, the, the thought behind it was that it would be an ideal building to put uh, refugees or people into so we, we decided ourselves amongst the family that no we wouldn't do that even though it would have been very easy for us to stand back from it all that we said no if anyone's going to go in there we're, we're going to have a say in it for the local community so we uh, we got together and we decided that together that that you know the only people that we'd be comfortable in there with would be Ukrainians there was never ever ever any consideration given to putting IP IPs in there mm. and wouldn't be uh, we went on from there then we submitted an application to the department for the development and and redeployment of the premises to house Ukrainian people um, then that process took place. Then we were available, able to start start the, the building process, which is ongoing now at the moment. And on completion of that, then there's very strict guidelines. You have to have a certain square meters per person, storage, a social area. Like it's 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 not straightforward. Yeah, it's onerous. It's, it's not, not a just dormitory style yeah. land people in. Like the only thing, every part of the the building process has to be regulated by the local authority which is the council come out when the building is finished to the specifications at that stage then the council will come out they'll go through it they'll decide then that yes everything is the way it should be to let these people live here temporarily and at that time then we may get a contract from the department for ukrainians so it's a, it's a big investment uh, from you as a family to take those steps to get everything in place um, uh, uh, to try and accommodate these people coming from Ukraine. Yes, it is. It is a risk. It is a financial risk, you know, but 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 we, we, we thought that does it, we could do something with the building. It's been derelict. Yeah. Uh, put some investment into it, try and get something back out of it. And, and ultimately... You know, we said in our statement we wanted to close the loop that at the end of this process, if we're successful in getting the Ukrainian people in there, that at at the end of the process, we're going to 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 utilise it for our own staff. We want some of our staff to stay there as well because we we have to we have some staff from overseas that need need accommodation also. You know, and then utilise it for our own. We were going to possibly put our new our offices in there in time. You know, we need an upgrade as well. Cavan is um, a business, a generational business. Um, you're here today, but you've got... You I'm know, third generation. Tell me about the other generations. Tell me about your own children, your own family, those of the younger generation and those of the generation that preceded you. You mentioned, um, and I hope you're comfortable mentioning your family because I think this is one of the shocking parts of this, that, that the family have been targeted in relation to this. How has it affected the different generations? I was sure uh, it hasn't been nice for my mother and father has to be nice and them has to be nice and my wife how old are your mother and father? they're in their 70s they're in their 70s you know 
and uh, you know they've done a tremendous amount for the community and we're all involved in the community our children are going to school in the community myself my two brothers my sister um, we're, we're all we're all involved in the community involved in the GAA involved in the local committees a lot of the local committees you know and we try and help the community every way we can and it hasn't been nice to tell the honest truth you know it hasn't been nice at all no you're here um, we have people now supporting us too against that you know we have a lot of people supporting us can you, know, you see a difference Bernard between the people that are supporting you and the people that are in protest is it the case that the faces that are supporting you are the, the real faces of Orlingford and you know maybe some of the people that are against well, us are, are well I think it all comes back to the misinformation you know like it's it's very hard if people aren't getting the correct information or checking for the correct information and they're believing social media that's absolutely unfactual unedited information that's where the problem starts it's factual information we released a statement that was twisted again and that we stated exactly what our intentions are yeah you know we've been in the town there 80 years and we're not going anywhere and for the, for this to get twisted and people still not to believe us is a bit is disappointing to tell you the truth, you know. Well, the key facts from both the statement and what we've heard this morning from our political representatives that have been with us is it's uh, 48 Ukrainian um, families, Ukrainian people um, fleeing the war in Ukraine that will sure. be housed there. Yeah, sure. The, the fire certificate, um, there's a copy available if anyone's to see it, is is only for 48 people. Yeah. The fire certificate, and it actually specifies Ukrainians, but it's 48 people. That's what the first series. So that that do that the people of the community of Orlingford understand those facts? Have they have they got that detail? Are you pretty confident that the people that matter to you now know and understand those facts? Well, well, they, they definitely have them after today now, anyway, because it's factual. This is actual factual stuff. They can verify independently if they want. Yeah. If during the council, they'll tell them exactly what's going on. You know. And how do you feel like the threats that we've seen on some of those social media videos? I mean, somebody saying that it'll only. Orlingford basically being described as sort of a, a one road town five people at either end of the town will blockade the whole town will blockade your businesses you're a business owner you must have connections with the other business owners how does that feel? Oh, well it's, it's, it, it feels uh, it doesn't feel very nice it's it's because ultimately it looks like we're the people that are that are bringing this, this these problems to the town where in fact it's nothing like that you know it's, it's misinformation like the businesses of the town they're a lot of them are very supportive of us and uh you know they're they're trying to do the best they can as well you know so e everyone needs to stand back and look at the facts yeah and the facts are there in black and white how do you feel how do i feel i'm 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 disappointed i'm disappointed that people didn't believe us after being in the community so long you know we give a lot of employment lo locally and that's not the point of it it's that people people didn't believe the, they believe the misinformation it's all about the misinformation the lies they believe carried by social media you're dealing with the stress okay because I mean I mean it, it's it's moving into um, a couple of weeks now since you know this starts to break around New Year's yeah we're dealing with the stress okay you know but it's for, for, for my family and, and my brothers and sisters family and my parents and, and all our family we've all young children as well you know it's just not nice have there been any threats made against the family no no threats no no threats I know of. Mm, okay. Um, 
where do you go from here? Do you hope that now that we've been able to clarify the situation for the people of Erling, for the people who matter, um, that they'll be now out in support and that these blockades and, and the rhetoric that we've seen will, will, will go away? Yeah, I, 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 would, I, would, I would urge people not to, not to support that the protesters and, and for the protesters to move on. Like they have, they have nothing to protest about. They have nothing to protest about. It's 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 exactly what is factual information that people can see that the fire certificate is for forty eight people, forty eight Ukrainian people. The codes are being adhered to. The building planning is being adhered to. The the local authority has to come and inspect it all. You know, and, and at the time, if if there is a contract issued, which we hope there will be, at that time then. We have to engage them with the local people, the local councillors, because there'll be people to go to school and so forth, you know what I mean? To get them involved in the community. People. A, a comment from a, a caller actually who rang us here on our free phone number 1800 90 96 uh, you might remember this name Michael Joseph I worked for Cavanaghs as a driver in the 70s and 80s um, and never had a problem with them they gave great employment in the town um, are you a little bit concerned that the the reputation of Cavanaghs not that it should be but that the reputation of Cavanaghs is being sullied by these people on social media well, I'm concerned about the reputation. Of course, I'm concerned about the reputation, but it's, it's more got to do with, with with the family. That's more got to do with the family. You know, the business is, is reputation is the business's reputation. But you know, for people just to think that that's 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 what we're about after eighty years, it's 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 sad. Are the are the children you know. aware of it? Are the children affected? Ah, by it sure, all? sure. That they that they're they're on social. They see social media going on. You know, they they can they can feel there's something wrong. You know. They can all feel there's something wrong. And just you know? finally, um, has the department carried out their assessment yet? How long do you expect it before the uh, the site will be operational? I, I would I would say somewhere, uh, I guess three months is probably realistic. You know, two to three months. It depends. You know, depends. Like obviously, this is slowing us down. Yeah. You know, it's slowing us down. But but it's it's like we want to try and forge ahead. Try and try and do do the building. And, and get the get the Ukrainian people in there, you know. And and I just want to reiterate that at no time ever did we consider having that building available for IP international protection. And 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 if we don't get the contract for the Ukrainians, that won't change what we're going to do with the building. You know what I mean? They, they, we still won't be we won't be putting international protection. And I appeal to the community. To, to listen to what we're saying yeah, and to yeah. believe is not to believe misinformation on social media Well Bernard Cavanagh of Bernard Cavanagh and Sons in Orlingford as we well know thank you very much for joining us here on the KCLR Daily Thanks very much for having us Brian The KCLR Daily with Brian Redmond on air online and on smart speaker with thanks to the Fairgreen Shopping Centre gift card the perfect gift for all occasions see fairgreen.ie